Hello, MSEG podcast listeners. Today, we revisit an episode from last fall with Lucy, a talented singer and songwriter and spotlight winner in our 2023 Call for the Arts. Call for the Arts takes all forms of art, from traditional media on paper or canvas to dance and song, and it's open now. What inspires you to create? I was able to meet Lucy at the MSEC Global Training Summit in Washington, D.C., and see her perform her beautiful song on stage to a packed house. When we sat down to talk, Lucy shared her experiences as a military child. This was truly one of my favorite conversations from last year. Take a listen. Welcome to the Military Child Education Coalition podcast, the show that highlights a wide range of challenges and triumphs that our military-connected kids experience. My name is Nikki Harrison, and I'll be your host today. We would like to say thank you for the support of the Daughters of the American Revolution for this episode. And I have joining me today a really special guest, and I would love for her to introduce herself. Hello, my name is Lucy. I'm going into eighth grade, and I live down in Key West, Florida. So exciting for you to be here, Lucy. I love that you are one of our Call for the Arts winners, and you did a beautiful song that um, we're going to talk about, and hopefully our listeners can hear just a little excerpt of. Okay. <laughs> like, are you prepared? I would love to know how has being a military-connected child impacted who you are today? Being a military child, you move around a lot, and I've been overseas in Spain and all of that. So it's, you get to see, experience different cultures and how people live their lives differently, and that's helped me understand how everybody around me lives, and I can hang out with around different types of people because I've experienced them, and I, I'm friends with everybody because I've seen many different types of people, so it's impacted me that way. That's great. So it makes you definitely more accepting of others, yeah. other cultures, other people. So you've lived different places. Can you tell us where you've lived? I've lived in St. Charles, Missouri, Jacksonville, Florida, El Puerto de Santa Maria, Spain, like in Rota, and then Key West, Florida. I love Rota. Shout out to Rota, Spain. That's really exciting. So what's your favorite place out of all of those places? I'm not sure. I definitely did Rota a lot because I lived in a Dodea school, so I, I was in a military school, so everybody understood me more and like I could fit in with everybody else. And it was so awesome to visit other places and see all the different things to see. It was very beautiful. I would definitely say Rhoda, but probably that's also because I was older then. Like I don't really remember before then. Yeah, but yeah, that's the amazing thing about living overseas is you have the ability to travel to places all around you yeah. that you may not have ever had the opportunity to see, especially as a child. I think that's pretty cool that you that's got to do so that. Cool. So I said earlier that you are one of our Call for the Arts winners, and you sing a beautiful song that actually every time I hear it brings me to tears um, because it's absolutely so beautiful. So I'd love for you to tell our listeners how long you've been singing for. If you mean singing as in like just picking up a guitar and randomly strumming and just saying words, and I've been doing that ever since I can remember. But um, I started writing at six years old. And that's when I just came up with a chorus and then the rest I freestyled. But I wrote my first like complete song at age 10 when we were in COVID. So, 
Yeah. I've been singing and writing for a long time now. Wow. So the song that you wrote when you were 10 during COVID, is it a different song than the song that you entered for the Call for the Arts or the same ones? It's a different one. It's, it was called Lockdown. It was all about quarantine and how it was. I would love to hear that one. <laughs> and listen, we all were in lockdown. We were. It was a challenging time for quite a few of us. So have you always been interested in singing? I know you said you were able to pick up the guitar and sing at a young age. I've always loved singing. It's always been a passion of mine and it's always been fun to do. When I was younger, I always envisioned being a pop star and like holding up like those toy microphones and singing into them and just like having the time of my life. But yeah, I've always been interested in singing. It's one of my favorite hobbies to do. And Do you love karaoke? I haven't done karaoke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I do it in my room sometimes. Like I play it on my phone and I'm just in my room singing. My sister can hear me from the next door. <laughs> but I never have gone out karaoke. So. Now they have like fancy machines yeah. and everything. You do it right in the middle yeah. of the living room. A little karaoke session. So you said you've been writing songs for a while, right? You said since, what did you say, six? Six. Six years old. I guess I feel like what prompted you to start writing songs? I don't really know. I guess like at six, I first learned how to play ukulele from my music teacher. He came over to my house every Wednesday and he would teach me a bit. And so I guess when I started learning how to play an instrument, it came into that I started singing because I was like, oh, I can play an instrument now. And I've always been singing since I was like two. It was like I was excited and I just started singing and randomly saying stuff that turned into And music. did that move into the guitar? I guess I was yes. thinking like you start with the ukulele. Yeah. And moved into the I, yeah, I played ukulele. And then by the time I hit fifth grade, my music teacher gave me like this instrument called a gutelele which is like the size of an ukulele, but it has six strings and it's like the same chords as a guitar. And then I transitioned from that to a guitar the same year. It was really fun. Any other instruments? Nope, just those three. I want to learn piano though, because that's a big instrument and it'll help with songwriting, but. We should put a buzz in mom's ear. Piano. (laughs) Piano lessons should be in the works. Yeah, anything. Piano lessons, as someone who took piano lessons young at your age, yeah. it really helps with reading music. I don't know if it's that can. I've wanted to be able to learn how to read music, really. Yeah. It's always been on my bucket list. But at this right now, I've not been able to read music. You'll get there. Yeah. And honestly, I think you're doing pretty well for reading <laughs> music by writing a song. So I love that. So the song that you wrote and you entered for Call for the Arts, what made you write that song in particular? I didn't even know about the contest until my MFLAC, Miss Jenny Grace, she announced it to me. She's oh, there's this competition, Call for the Arts, where you can do any art you want. And she's, she knew she knows I write music. So she's like, you should do a song. And so I just sat there and I was trying to do a song. But a lot of people, being a military child, has so many great There's so many great things about it. And you get to experience new things. You get to see new people. It's so fun. But I feel like a lot of people tend to look past like the downsides and how the hardship we have to go through. And so I wanted to share that, like how it's not all just fun and games. There's it's definitely hard to be a military child, too. And so I just wanted to write about moving to a new place and how that's hard for military children to feel included. Absolutely. So it sounds like some of your inspiration is how you feel and it comes out in your creative expression with music. And so when you write your songs, is the inspiration always how you're feeling? Yes, definitely. 
you know, moving to Key West, my school is rowdy and it's a different environment from Adodea school back in Spain. And moving there, I felt like I didn't know anybody and I didn't feel like I belonged at all. And it took, and even now, after being in Key West for two years, I still am trying to find new friends and trying to fit in. And so at that moment, when I was trying to write that song, it it came pretty easily to me because that was how I was feeling. I was going to ask, do you feel connected or a sense of belonging where you're at right now? Yeah, it's there are a few friends that I've learned to make and that are there for me. But I've just like recently I had a lot of friend problems when they left me and then they ganged up against me. And so it's it's still challenging to push through it. I have a feeling that this year is going to be better. That's good. Well, positive vibes. That's really good. And I will tell you something that I tell my boys. I have two boys and I always tell them that it is about quality over quantity. Yeah. You don't need a whole bunch of friends. Like it's not about having 25 friends. (laughs) And if you can just find like one or two people that are like really close that you really connect with, they can make all the difference in the world. So I hope you at least have one or two. Yeah. One or two (laughs) that you, okay, that makes me feel really good. Yeah. And it sounds like, so going back, so have you been there for two years? Did you move there like right after the pandemic or is that when you moved? Yeah, I moved or- right after it ended, I would say. Yeah. Because it started my fourth grade year. Yeah, I would say it. Yeah, it yeah. right before we moved. Okay, so that's a challenging yeah. kind of time to move. Anyways, with everything that was going on in the world. So yeah, I think you're doing pretty good. I've been doing pretty good so far. <laughs> so what does your family think about your music? My family is very supportive. They always listen to my music like throughout the day. I'm like, nice. <laughs> but they're very supportive. They love my music. My mom, every time I come up with something new, I share it with her and she's always supportive. of it. She's like, yeah, you need to finish that. My friends, for the most part, are very supportive. My song that I entered for this competition was actually on my school's morning announcements. And so the whole school heard about it. And I had a lot of the kids surprisingly come up to me and were like, oh, you did really good. You sang really well. And for the most part, everybody's supportive of it. There are a few that aren't very the best, but you got to use that and become stronger. That's so good. I think I'm glad that you have family that's supportive of your music and that you have some friends as well that are supportive. And I think it's amazing. I will tell you that I think it's amazing that you were able to get up in a room full of hundreds of people and sing your song and play your guitar absolutely beautifully. You're definitely talented. So we're talking about music. And of course, it's a passion because you like to write, you like to sing. What music do you like to listen to? I'm a dancer. I'm on my school's dance team as well. So any type of music that I can dance to is my favorite. I don't really have a type of genre, like a favorite genre. I listen to all types, but I definitely like pop probably. Would I would say that's one of my favorites. Okay, pop. Yeah. Do you have a favorite musician or artist? I don't have a favorite musician either, but I'm inspired by the the ones that started off younger age, like Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo, like the ones that started their career younger because it inspires me. And I'm like, there's some hope here. Yeah. Yeah. I think Taylor, I love that you said Taylor Swift because I love Taylor Swift. I know it's really unusual, but I really do love Taylor Swift. And she started out so young and like singing at like, markets or something like in the park (laughs) and now she's like selling out stadiums everywhere so since you mentioned taylor swift first is there a favorite song 
Ooh, I don't know. As of right now, I like one of her newer ones called The One. Okay. I like that one a lot because I just, even though I'm very young, I just ended off a relationship. Yeah, and that song I could connect to, so I really liked it. But I can connect to a lot of Taylor songs, but yeah, I would say that's one of my favorites as of right now. Oh, and you just ended a relationship. <laughs> that's hard. That's really hard. <laughs> and Taylor sings about a lot of those. Yeah. So there's a lot of songs that you can relate to. I think I'm going to have to go back and listen to the one because I don't know if I know the one. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say something like Karma. Like that. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one, too. Okay, so since you like Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo, which concert would you want to go to? If you could go to one, which one would you pick? I don't know. I'd have to go with Taylor. Yes. <laughs> I'm more of a Taylor fan. Okay, so we'll say we'll put another buzz in mom's ear that Taylor Swift tickets <laughs> need to be like in the works there a little bit. <laughs> if you can find them, right? If you can yeah. and find them. Okay, what would you like to be when you grow up? I know that's a huge question, and you're probably like, I have no idea, or maybe you do, but what would you like to do if you could be anything? Yeah, that's a big question. As of right now, I'm not so sure, but I definitely think songwriting would be a huge passion of mine. And even if songwriting or anything that has to do with music, I hope is in my future. Like, even if it's just a hobby that I do some days, I feel like music will play a part in my future somehow for sure. But as of right now, I'd probably just want to be a songwriter. A songwriter. I love that. And there's so many, I was just thinking about when you said songwriting, like shows on TV yeah. that are featuring songwriters. I think there's, we're not so much focusing on the art, the singer. Yeah. We know the songwriting is just as important as the singer that's singing your song. So we talked about that you have moved a yeah. few times around and that can come with its challenges, but it can also come with a lot of um, what we like to call triumphs as well, like positive experiences. So when you move to a new place, what's the first thing that you would usually do or you like to do? When we move to a first place, the first thing we usually do is like we just drive around and see, like kind of experience the place. And since we just moved, it's hard for me. I'm like, is this going to be where I have to live the next few years? But... <laughs> <laughs> We, yeah, that's what we usually do the first thing we get to a new place. There, it's really fun to see the new place as well because you're like you get to see new things again. Like I was saying earlier, it's definitely fun. But you know, I love. It. You know what I was thinking when you said that? Is this the place I'm gonna live for the next few years? I think as parents, we're my we're probably thinking that sometimes too as well. Yeah. As moms were like, "Are we living? Are we living here for the next few years?" Yeah, but it sounds like you or at least having a positive outlook yeah. in that new place and trying to find what's around and maybe yeah. get connected. I like that. I like that you are staying positive, <laughs> which is really important. Yeah. So do you have one piece of advice for other military-connected kids that have just moved and are starting a new school? So they're that brand-new kid. If I would give advice, I would just say, just tell yourself, like, expect it to be hard at first because it is always going to be hard at first and you're not going to want to be there. You're not going to feel like you're at home. But eventually, over time, you're going to start feeling like you like you belong there a bit more. And like sometimes it might even start to feel like home. But I just I would say, like, it's going to be it's going to get better. It's going to it's going to be OK. You just got to get through the first Year, year. You said one year, the first year. Okay. I was going to say a couple months, but okay. 
Okay. Yeah, but just expect that it's going to be hard at first, but it's going to get better. You're going to you're going to be good. Okay. It's funny cuz I had a conversation with another military child, but yeah. she's now an adult. So she's like an adult military child. <laughs> and she I asked her a similar question and she answered with just saying hello. Yeah. Like just saying hello, introducing yourself, going up to people and yeah. talking with them. And she talked about that being her one piece of advice. So that's your advice for other military children. But I'd love to hear, is there something that you would like to see, like when you're the new kid in school, is there something that you would like to see yourself, like support-wise? When I first got to my new school, like when we moved to Key West, it was definitely hard. But I think after a while, like I used to it, ex- especially ha- having our MFLAC there, I could go to someone, someone that was beside my mom to talk to for things. And that was definitely comforting. But yeah, I would just kind of push on. And, but I was so lucky to have her because that was a hard time. That's great. That's great. And your MFLAC's embedded in your school, attached to your school. Yeah. It sounds like having an MFLAC would be great if you have that at your school, somebody that you can come and talk to that understands the military uh, community and lifestyle. So now's the part where I would love for you to sing your song for the listeners. Change of place, exciting new things to see. But I'm feeling lost I don't recognize a thing No one to talk to Seeing no one that I know I'm living in a new place That doesn't feel like home But I gotta get used to it Gotta stay strong after all I won't be here for long Cause every three, four years I have to go, have to leave My new home that I just got used to Now I'm saying I'll miss you And they pack me up into a box Ship me somewhere now I'm lost And I have to do it all over again Hashtag life of a military kid I finally feel like I belong 
Because every three, four years, as you know, is the time I'm most alone. Yes, I have my family, but I'm not so happy. And they pack me up into a box, ship me somewhere. Now I'm lost and I have to do it all over again. Hashtag life of a military kid. dreaded i don't want to leave i'm not ready but it's not up to me it's up to them and when i cry i'll cry heavy because i miss them already and sometimes it's fun but mostly just sad because every three, four years, as you know, is the time I'm most alone. Yes, I have my family, but I'm not so happy. And they'll ship me off in my box. When I get there, my hope will be lost, because I have to do it all over again. Hashtag life of a military kid Lucy, that was absolutely beautiful, and I am so incredibly honored that you were able to share your song with our listeners. I cannot wait to see what you do in the future, and maybe I'll be going to one of your concerts one day. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I really loved it. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'd like to thank Lucy for her time today, as I've really had so much fun chatting with her. We hope you've enjoyed our Back to School podcast and that all of our military-connected children have a fabulous school year. Thanks for listening to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share, subscribe, and give today's show a five-star rating. And don't forget to leave us a comment on topics you'd like to hear more about. We'd like to give a special thanks again to the Daughters of the American Revolution for supporting this episode and Consentus Media for audio mixing. I'm Nikki Harrison, and until next time, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. Be kind.